I Love Mortgage Brokering, episode 136. Where the best mortgage brokers get better. I Love Mortgage Brokering with your host, Scott Peckford. Hey, Broker Nation. Scott Beckford here from I Love Mortgage Brokering. Today on the show, I have Greg Nowick of the Greg Nowick Mortgage Team. He's part of the Mortgage Architects Network, based in Nanaimo, BC. He's been in the business for a long time, and uh, we have a great conversation about a bunch of the tactics and strategies he's using to build his business. A couple of things he mentioned, he uses Cutco as a gift, and the way that they actually use it is pretty clever, so I think you're going to enjoy that. Plus, he talks about some other cool tools and apps that he's using. I also want to give a shout out for Broker Talk. So we're doing our first ever live I Love Mortgage Brokering event. We're gonna we did one in Calgary. We had fantastic feedback, and we're gonna be in Toronto and in Vancouver. So check out BrokerTalks.com uh, to get a ticket. This episode is sponsored by Pioneer West Acceptance Corp. Pioneer West is a private lender in BC and Alberta. Now, normally when we have a sponsor for the show, it's because I personally use their product and I can give it a 100% recommendation. In this case, it's a little different. I actually don't do B deals. So I did some background checking on the crew at Pioneer West and I found everyone I talked to said they were fast, down to earth, and underwrote deals if they made sense, which is exactly what you're looking for in a B lender. Another cool thing about Pioneer West is they still have money to lend. I've been hearing some lenders are running low on cash, not these guys. So if you're a broker looking for a B deal in BC or Alberta, check out Pioneer West and tell them you heard about them on I Love Mortgage Brokering. This episode is also sponsored by Fundever. Fundever is a web portal that connects brokers to commercial lenders. I don't know if you're like me, but I only see a small number of commercial deals every year, and truthfully, I don't even know where to start to find them a mortgage. Everyone knows that when it comes to commercial deals, your Rolodex is extremely important. Fundever allows the average broker to have a killer Rolodex for free. Check it out at fundever.com and tell them you heard about it at I Love Mortgage Brokering. Hey, Greg, welcome back to the show. Thanks, Scotty. So I always love chatting with you, man. And uh, I know that your episode still get crushes downloads. And it was the first time we talked was like two and a half years ago when I called you and said, hey, I want to do this podcast. And I didn't have a website or anything. And you're like, sure, whatever, let's do it. You're so gracious to... Wasn't that 1986 or something like that? Yeah, I think so. We recorded it on like a, a handsetter. So I, I, wanna, I always like to do updates with people, especially, I mean, you've been in the business a long time. Your business is still doing well and you're, you're always innovative and trying new things. Um, you're definitely not like stuck in your ways. And so what's one thing that's really been working well for you right now? I think the big thing that works for us is just adjustment to change. And, you know, I think everybody's sort of talking about the mortgage rule changes and what's happened. And, you know, when I started in this business in 1927, I'm just kidding, 1989, you know, the average price of a home in, in Vancouver was 200 grand. You know, you had 10% down, rates were at 12 and a quarter percent, like things were a lot different. And since that time, there's been a whole pile of change. So our industry has changed and we have to change with it. And I think the big thing for us is retooling. And as much as I'd love to sit down and tell the Minister of Finance how to do things properly, that's not going to pay my bills over the next 30 days. So we have to sit back, retool. We've had lots of changes in the last, you know, 27 years of being in the industry. And uh, we just have to get organized. I was looking at some stats. The Bank of Canada inflation calendar, the equivalent of a $200,000 home in 1989 today should be 487. It's well over a million bucks. So is that an issue? Sure it is. But, you know, you just sort of regroup, retool, and get on with things. So what's something that you're retooling? Well, it's funny because we're just doing the same thing we've always done and stuck to it. So consistency for us is one of the most important aspects. And you know, we keep going back to, you know, our, our, our sitting down with customers and going through planning. Like, it's not about a mortgage. It's not about a commodity. It's about doing a service for them. And yeah, as you know, you know, our whole catchphrase is, you know, utilize your, your cash flow through a budget 
and at the end of the year take that extra money to pay off debts, increase assets, and have fun. And so for us, the budget sheet has really come into place. Cindy and I sat down and started our budget again for January 1st. And the other part of it, which is really important, is just making sure we're keeping in touch with customers and doing that end review with them to make sure they know that changes have happened and how do we adjust with them. So, you know, one of the things that we're doing right now is just making sure we're keeping in touch with people and tell them, hey, things are changing. we got to make sure that we change with them. Is this through phone calls? Is it emails? Is Like, what are you doing to, like, keep your clients up to date on what's happening? You know me, Scotty. I'm, I'm like a thousand years old, and uh, the phone and belly-to-belly is how I roll. But, uh, you know, because we've got some young people in the office and because of our mastermind group, you know, I, I've learned a lot of stuff over the last year, and that's really helped us. So we're we're using some tools, and, and Eximius is a tool that MA has, which is phenomenal for keeping it in touch with customers. So it's a combination of everything. We're talking to them. We're emailing them. We're using some of these tools to keep in touch with them. So that's been, you know, that's been really, really important. And customers really appreciate, really appreciate it. And, of course, our social media sites really been helpful for us, too. Mm-hmm. So you said you're in a mastermind. So what's one thing that you've learned from your mastermind that you're like, hey, I'm so, this is, you know, I'm glad that I'm doing this now? Well, besides Mark Ingram, I'm the oldest guy in the group. And I think that just innovation, I think of, you know, I started doing this 27 years ago, and some of the guys in the group are just about that age. So I found that, you know, you've you got to change, you've got to adapt. Technology has come into play. And I think it's really important that we utilize some of the tools that these guys are using because they're working for them now with the new buyers. Mm-hmm. So that's been technology and systems because I still run with, you know, some manual stuff and a whiteboard. And, and uh, you know, we're, we're finally after 27 years figuring this stuff out. Right. But I'm, I'm going to like push you because I'm your buddy and I know I can, I know you won't beat me up the next time you see me but i I'm, I'm looking for like give me something specific so i know you're saying there's like you're there's these tools and things but like is there something specific that you're doing like you send your clients flowers like i like specifics because i'm very like you know. okay well well as you know uh, on our website everybody can look at it we've got a budget sheet so we start off with every customer meeting talking about the budget and how we're going to review their situation every year and we actually do it and that's the key mm-hmm. but what we're doing is if we we rely on getting referrals from our clients and we tell them right up front and we show them and tell them how the process works. And uh, on our, <clears throat> when they close on a file, whether it's a refinance or a purchase, we give them a spaghetti dinner. And uh, we used to deliver it to their homes and take pictures, and it was just too cost-effective and time, you know, it was just too much time. So now we do it either in the office or our admin person gets it organized and does that. that that's a, a really nice tool that helps us and keeps us in touch with them. Uh, the other thing we do is birthday. We do the, through Eximius, it sends out electronic birthday cards, but we actually have sort of a list of people that we want to keep in touch with. So we'll actually phone them because we get the list every morning, how many people are at birthdays. So we'll phone ones we specifically want to talk to, which is important. And then we'll map that out with the rest of the group because I, I actually run as a team now instead of just doing individual stuff as each broker. Mm-hmm. We do, we, we were on the Cutco Knife program, which uh, Mastermind Group introduced me to, and it's been phenomenal. And they've done a great job for us. So, and it's just nice and easy where, you know, customer refers you somebody over. We send out a card to them with a scratch ticket. Thank you much for the referral. Handwritten card, which is important. Mm-hmm. And then when the file closes on the closing day, our Cutco people send out the knife directly to their home. So it's it's all it's all done automatically, and we're keeping you know we're we're sending them stuff that way. One of the other things we do is if we get a customer that sends us a whole pile of stuff, or we just really like them, or a referral source. We have a local restaurant where we used to send out gift certificates. We don't do that anymore. Now we'll actually have the restaurant phone them, have them come in. They sit at a corner table. There's a Bud Boss for the spouse and a card saying thank you very much for uh, you know helping the Noak Mortgage team. There's a what the for the spouse? We always we have a rose. Oh, I see. 
a rose for, yeah, usually rose for the lady, which, you know, which they take home with them. Mm-hmm. And that's worked out really good. And then we just started a program for you know, doing, you know, movie stuff for customers. And as you also know, we do a, a realtor party every summer, Sip and Sizzle. Mm-hmm. And uh, we do a reverse draw, and they come to the house, and we put on a great party. And last year, it was a Hawaiian theme, and it was rather comical. Mm-hmm. And it's just it's just keeping in touch with them and, and spending some dough on them properly. Right. And it seems to be working for us. Okay, so I'm gonna ask, can I ask you a few questions about the stuff you're because you just hit me with like six things. I said, "Oh, give me some examples," and you're like, Brr. "So with the, the spaghetti dinner, so like, how do you give somebody a spaghetti dinner?" I know it may seem like a dumb question, but is it like because I could see you sending somebody out, but how, so how do you do that? Gotcha. What we do is we have uh, just paper bags with Rafi on the top with our compliments of the Noick Mortgage team on it. We have a bottle of, of good red Italian wine. Depending on the customer, we'll have uh, spaghetti. We get it from a specialty store on Hastings Street in Vancouver. Mm-hmm. And then we also do, I like to call it gluten-free, but it's gluten-free if, if we know that the, if the people need require that. And then uh, we have sauce made out of a company out of Vancouver as well. Oh, so some thought goes into this. This is not just like a can of ragu spaghetti. No, no, no. And, and then what we'll do is we'll put in a gift certificate for a local one of our local meat stores for hamburger. And then we'll also put in a chunk of real Parmesan cheese. And then if if it's a real cool customer, we'll put in we'll put in the cheese grater. And so why spaghetti though? What's the? I don't know. You know what? It, it, to tell you the truth, it came from uh, Tony Spagnola, who we do most of our legal work with. Isn't he Italian? Yeah, yeah. He, is de- he used to get spaghetti sauce, right? So spaghetti sauce, and it's the same place he got a sauce made at. And he sent me over a bottle of it, and it was phenomenal. I went, this thing is fantastic. So we just thought, keep it consistent. Don't get carried away, because we were doing pizzas and beer and other stuff. And we thought this was just so simple. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it really works well. So we used to actually hand deliver them and take pictures, and it just got too cumbersome. So now we just give them to them and ask them to mention us on Facebook. Or and then the Cutco, because I've talked to some other people, the, the Cutco seems to be coming up. And actually, I sold Cutco for like a week when I was younger. I thought it was, um, you know. <laughs> but you know what? It's the only thing that we have in our house that my wife hasn't sold or given away in like 19 years. So it, the stuff lasts forever. They're fantastic. It's funny because. Uh, Sybil, who I think she was at uh, the camp conference and spoke there, and she's she's all about referrals. And she came into one of our mastermind sessions, actually the one we had at our home in the summer last year, or the year before last, and talked about the process. And and you know, so I bought, I ended up buying, I don't know, eighty knives to start off with spreaders. And on the spreader it says the Noick Mortgage Team, thanks for spreading the news. Mm-hmm. And then we thought we'd bring them here and deliver them ourselves, and it was just cumbersome and a pain. So. They they manage it for you. They look after it for you. It comes mm-hmm. in a box. It's wrapped. There's a card that explains about the Cutco knife and the referral program. It's got a Band-Aid in it because you will cut your finger. Yeah. And uh, they're the best knives in the world. Like They're just amazing. Yeah. And do you have the, the other people that I've talked to have a campaign where, like, if you send me a referral, I send you another knife for your collection. Do you do that too? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. We're on, we just started it last, the beginning of last year, and we're on our fourth third or fourth knife with some customers and then you know we talk to them and we say you know what do you want because we had a customer who was a fisherman and and their fishing knives are unbelievable Mm -hmm. and we used the fishing knives once before for the fishing trip that we have every august with a bunch of buddies and and so now it's more specific so we'll phone them and ask what they want and then that's where we put in the the dinner as well like you know what you know you got some knives would you rather go for dinner what do you want Mm-hmm. And and we've utilized our place in Scottsdale as well, where we had said that if you gave us a number of files 
a year we would send you for four to seven nights to Scottsdale. Mm-hmm. And last year we had three customers that went to Scottsdale. And you also, with the Cutco knife, so you have people like you started it last year and you've already got people that have multiple yep. that are basically building their set. We have our fourth and fifth knives going out in January and February. And just to, are these realtors or are these just like, you know, random citizens? No, these are customer referrals. Wow. Yeah. Um, that's awesome. Okay, so I, I like to dive into some of this stuff. And then you said about something about a movie night. So what's the what are you guys doing with that? Well, you know, it's funny. We spend a lot of time and money on, on our realtor referral sources, and, and it was a lot of dough, and, and we've done it every year. And I think, you know, after we sort of went through the whole process, I think the party was more for me than for them. Well, you do like to party. <laughs> It's it's a lot of fun. It's, yeah, and we you know when, one year we had a Vegas theme and we had three people come up. One was uh, Elvis. One was oh gosh, who else? Uh, Dean Martin, and the other one was Tom Jones. It was rather comical. So Miles, Eddie, and I came out and, and dressed and sang. It was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. But what we thought about now is, and I've heard it a lot, and people say it's really it's really powerful. It's just to rent a movie theater for uh, Sunday for two movies, and get your customers to bring their kids. And when they come in, you have you either have two or three of the of your staff or your team dressed up as the um, characters on the in the movie, mm-hmm. and then we'll do photos. So we're just going to start that in February, and we'll have you know the kids come up and do photos with the characters. And who are you going to be, Greg? Are you going to dress up? I'm not sure yet. <laughs> yeah, I thought either Superman or, or or something like that, or just the fat guy. There's going to be a fat guy movie out there. So <laughs> that's hilarious. You should do like uh, Kung Fu Panda. You could be the the, the panda bear. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, Chubby Panda, that's right right up my alley. Jack Black. Okay, sorry, I got I get distracted. So what's something that you've learned in the last year that you kind of you wish you knew sooner? I think that, uh, you know, because I'm an older broker, you know, change is sometimes hard and delegation is hard too. So I think through working with, there again, sort of my mastermind group, you know, a light bulb went off when we were in Calgary, I think, last year. And I went, hold on a second, I got to start utilizing my team more and making sure that, people do what they're supposed to be doing like I shouldn't be doing things that I'm not good at so what we did this year was we relied more heavily on Vera doing the underwriting and first-time homebuyers coming in and, and dealing with miles and our alternative business and commercial and construction stuff dealing with Kevin so that you know um, I'm not dealing with all aspects of it and then of course the admin looking after you know some of the other stuff so I think that's been huge for us is just to, you know, because I'm an old guy and it's mm-hmm. just letting go and letting letting go and of the control. Right. And I think Peter Mathany will tell you, I mean, he, you know, he likes to do it where, he, you know, he does virtually nothing. And I want to get to the point where I'm like that. <laughs> You're exaggerating. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, Peter, do you know that Greg says you do virtually he's, he's nothing? He's unreal. He's a machine. Yeah, he is. He's, he's, he's unbelievable. But he's figured out how to stay in his sweet spot is what he's really done and has a team around him that like uh, really, you know, they work really well together. So. Well, and I think, you know, and I think after, you know, after 27 years of doing it and still being around and also still being fairly successful, you know, we still have some manual processes. And as I mentioned, a whiteboard behind my desk, but I learned so much from the young guys, right? And Mm -hmm. what they're doing and how it's working. And, you know, in combination with both of those things with, you know, working with old techniques and old strategies and, and the new stuff, you know, we're, we're unbeatable. So I have a question for you. The mastermind that you said that you're in, how valuable has that been to your business over the last couple of years? I, I, you know what? It's been invaluable. I don't think I'd be where I was t- today. And it's not based on volume or numbers or anything like that. It's been more based on efficiency and how to do things differently and how to change my mindset. Mm-hmm. Because we are all independent contractors and we all work on our own. And we have the support of our 
our companies, but you, you're really by yourself. And I mean, we are on the furthest west part of the coast that you can get to. And, you know, there's a couple of groups in town here, but you, you, to really bounce stuff off other people is difficult. And that's what I found. This has been, for me, it's been phenomenal. And mm-hmm. uh, it, it's just changed the way my thought process is. And, and they've pushed me and challenged me and made me accountable. And uh, nobody's done that for a long time. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's, that's awesome. where things have changed. That's great. What's an app that you can't live without? Or do you like, is it the telephone? Don't, don't say the telephone. Like, do you have some app on your, that you use? Well, yeah. You know, it's funny because, uh, you know, the biggest app that helps me in my business, well, two of the things. One was Greg got me on a pipe drive, uh, mm-hmm. which has been really helpful for a deal process. And Eximius, which we have through MA, which is a hugely powerful tool. And, uh, you know, I had it for six or seven years and never utilized it properly. Now we're utilizing it the way we should. My biggest app is the people and and relying on the team. And, and I think, you know, having Vera and Miles and Kevin and Eddie and Julie in the office every day and working with us, like, first of all, we have fun. Second of all, everybody helps each other. And I think that's the biggest aspect of it. So technologically, I know that you just had Joel on the other day too, I think. That guy is an app machine. He's crazy. He's yeah. crazy. He's absolutely amazing, the guy. He's, he's unreal. Yeah. And uh, so we, we've utilized some of the tools, BombBomb and Sly Broadcast. And, and I know that there's some stuff that we'll be, we'll be having uh, late February to our mastermind group and later on in the year. So that's going to be really helpful for us. So mm-hmm. That's good. Uh, so people are the killer app. And so that, that to me, cause, cause I'm old, right. And, mm-hmm. and I keep coming back to the old basics, you know, my old Xerox training and, uh, you know, people buy from people. So, and, and I know that technology is huge and I know that online is huge and, and we're, we're definitely getting into that space, but we just have to adjust accordingly and use what, what is successful and works for us. So what's one thing that people can't find out about you from Google? Well, actually it's funny. My mom, my mom phoned me a couple of years ago and said, Greg, she says, go on to Google. You got to get that thing off there. And I said, what do you mean, mom? She says, it says, Greg, no, it <laughs> I know you probably can't say that, but but what it is is there's another Greg Noack who's a skateboarder, and that's good. Like, and I said, Mom, that's good. She said, Well, can you take it off Google? I said, No, Mom, I can't do that. So, it was what on there? Sorry. Yeah, there's a skateboarder who's a you know, like he's a real national contender. His name's Greg Noack. You should sponsor him. <laughs> I know that's what I thought. And you get Universal Mortgage Architects, the Noack team, TNT to sponsor him. Yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah. So what? What I think you can because pre- I, you know, I'm, I'm pretty transparent. I wear my heart in my sleeve, and I've been told sometimes a little bit too much. And so through Google or social media, people can pretty well see how I roll. Right. So there's nothing. There's no like, you know, you secretly like, you play the banjo or anything. You know, I mean, it's funny because one of the neatest things that's happened to me this year is a new grandchild, December twenty second, which is also my daughter's birthday. Mm-hmm. And you know, that just sort of changes your whole thought process and. And, you know, I, I want everybody to know that I'm a, you know, I'm a grandpa and I'm so proud of her and this little guy. And so, I, I you know, I, I don't think there's there's much you can't find out about. Mm-hmm. Everything's pretty well there. Okay. So what about, do you have a morning routine? Do you know, you get up? I like long walks on the beach. I like, I, I do like red wine, scotch, and uh, I don't know. Yeah. In the morning, you drink scotch or, and red wine? <laughs> no, no, no. I put it in my cornflakes. It's not a big deal. So, okay, what do, you, what do you do to kind of get your day going or get your, you know, there, do you have any kind of process for that? Yep, I'm a, I'm a night guy. So before I hit the sack, I got everything ready to go for the morning. So I get up, throw on my gym stuff. I'm up about 6.45, put Cindy's coffee on, get the dog stuff ready on the counter. I get a real routine, start the truck, go out to the truck, get in the truck, go to the gym. 
And I'm usually there five mornings a week. Sometimes it's hard to believe by looking at me, but uh, I do work out hard there. Mm -hmm. And I try to get into the office between 9.30 and 10. Then what I do is I've got scheduled calls. So what I like to do is Vera will put any issues or problems. That's the first thing I try to attack. I want to deal with the, the crap first and get it all resolved. That way, you know, it's out of my hair and I can deal with the rest of my day. She sets up most of my appointments throughout the day, whether it's a client client appointment, realtor appointment. Thursdays, we have lenders and insurers come in. And then every the first Monday of every month, we have a two-hour meeting with the team where we talk about goals, what happened last week, what's going to happen next week. And then every week, Monday after that is 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. And then we do a broker meeting every Wednesday uh, morning just for 25 minutes just to see what's happening. Mm-hmm. I only take appointments usually from early afternoon till 4.30, but a lot of times, because I'm a face-to-face, belly-to-belly guy, I will take appointments up until 5.30, 6 o'clock, and then I'm home. So I, I'm a late starter. Sometimes I won't even get into here till 11. Mm-hmm. So I check my schedule, and if I got nothing sort of going, then I go and hit my you know people that I want to see in the morning. Right. And uh, and that's that's how it rolls. Right. That's good. So you kind of touched on this already, but I think phone is one of the, obviously belly to belly is the most powerful way to build relationships. But then the second one is phone. And so how important is it to your business? Um, yeah, like I said, I, I'm, I'm a belly to belly guy and that's just how it works. And I think that the guys in the office are trying to sort of teach me to not do that as much. Uh, you know, like I said, we just signed up with Sly Broadcast. We're going to start using that a little bit better. And uh, with birthdays and follow-up and with some personal emails and the bomb-bomb stuff. Mm-hmm. But I think that for me, it's, it's, I, I'm, I'm pretty good on the phone. I think Peter will tell you the same thing. Peter's amazing on the phone, Anthony. So mm-hmm. I, I think that when you talk to people, you, they can hear the emotion in your voice. They can hear the sincerity. And uh, the, our initial calls is what we do with most of our phones. And then we're either getting them to the office or we're getting them to set up to see either Miles or Kevin. So that's where I think that... Um, it works really well for us. And the same thing with the lenders, just phoning up and being sincere and appreciative and thanking them for doing a great job and your referral sources and your customers. Like, I think that that personal touch, like a handwritten card, is so damn important. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned your team a couple times. So how is that structured? So like who does what? So it sounds like you roll in at 10, you, you're the guy, you make the phone ring. Or, or Verna takes the calls, books appointments. So what does the rest? Of the, what does everyone else do? Well, like I say, what we do is the team for us. Like I say, light bulb went off with with my mastermind group, and I finally figured out that, you know, I can do more volume as me looking after my past clients and referrals and all that kind of stuff. If we have everybody deal with it, so because I'm a bit of an old grandpa, we we decided now that, uh, you know, Vera is very specialized in underwriting. She should be dealing with all the lenders. So. Lenders very rarely talk to me unless it's an escalation process. Every first-time homebuyer that comes in now is going to be dealing with Miles because I'm 55 and he's 27. And, uh, you know, even though I don't think, you know, I still think I'm 30, but uh, they don't think I'm 30. So it's better for them to, com- you know, to communicate with him. So mm-hmm. he speaks the lingo, so it's easier. Yeah. And then Kevin deals with all our Alte commercial construction stuff, unique files. And uh, he's he's a guy that allows us not to waste any time because Vera always said I was the patron saint of mortgages and we try and do everything. And so now I think delegation is key in letting mm-hmm. control go. And specialization too, so that... Oh, and this year I found it to be fantastic. So mm-hmm. I want to do less, not more in, right. on that side of it. Right. Do less and more. Yeah. Right. 
That's awesome. So now I know that you also like, obviously work's important, but so is family. So what kind of vacations are you taking? It's a question I decided to start asking because I'm like, are people getting, you know, the right downtime or do they care? So what, what does it look like for you? Uh, I said that for years, we because we moved to paradise, right? We have a, a beautiful spot on the, on the water out in Yellow Point and, you know, we have a little boat that's parked up front. And I always said years ago, I want to take Fridays off. And finally this year I did that. Mm-hmm. So in July and August, I took Fridays off and didn't take calls. Customers knew it. Referral sources knew it. And if, if needed anything, Vera could escalate it to me, which never really happened. And I always thought it was going to, but they handled stuff. So I took every Friday off in July and August. And then we did take a month off in September. Mm-hmm. And that's the first time I'd done it where there was virtually no access. And... uh where did you go? What did you do? Went to Italy, and it was absolutely amazing. It was Cindy's, it was on Cindy's bucket list, and we were supposed to go with very good friends of ours. And unfortunately, her her father was ill, and and they had to cancel a couple weeks before we left. But uh, we decided to go anyway. And Joe Samet told me I should go and stop being such a pussy. And so we went, and it was great. And uh, we spent 26 days together, which was fantastic. And when we came home, the business had just kept rolling. It was just mm-hmm. wonderful. So we came home and. You know, it just it is so. You know, like it's only taking me twenty seven years, but we're starting to get it. Right, I've been saying for years I want to take Fridays off, but maybe I'll wait another. What's been eleven for me? Another what's that? Fifteen? It'll be like I'm finally did it. Yeah, fifteen years. No, but if you can do it, like I mean, we we took uh, we took eight weeks holidays last year. Mm-hmm. Two weeks were Fridays in July and August, and then my mastermind group takes up about two weeks of the year too. So you're working, but uh, you're working in your business, and uh, and that makes a big difference. But you're still away. Right. So right. I was a total of 12 weeks away last year. That's awesome, dude. Well, hey, I'd really appreciate catching up with you again, Greg. And uh, anything I should have asked, do you think there's anything that our listeners would be like, hey, you know, any any advice for... It's funny because, you know, I, I keep going back to the old basic stuff where, you know, we were, we were talking about it as a group this Monday saying, you know, I mean, a 40-hour week shows you 176 hours a month. And if a new broker wants to do five deals a month, then it's going to take them 20 hours to do a file that's that's 100 hours. You've got 76 hours left in your in your 40-hour work week to go out and develop more business. And, uh, you know, if you can talk to, in that 76 hours, if you can talk to somebody every hour, that's 76 people. Mm-hmm. And if you get 10% of the leads out of that 7.6, and if you close half the files at 3.5, there's your productivity. And I think that that's one thing that we've, we've utilized. Mm-hmm. And we do call sheets in here now, and we've started doing them again last year and this year. And we found them really beneficial because we're accountable now. Mm-hmm. And time management is absolutely, you know, key because, you know, I'm sure we, I waste time just as, as much as anybody else. But I think the key is to really enjoy this business and really take out of it what you can mm-hmm. and give back to it as well. And, in, and you enjoy people. So that, and that's obviously comes through and, you know, just from knowing you and, and chatting with you. So if anybody's listening, check out the show notes at islandmortgagebrokering.com. Greg, buddy, I really appreciate it. And I'm sure we'll see each other again at one of these conferences one of these days. You got it. Thanks, Doc. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it, man. Thanks for listening. If you like the show, please head on over to iTunes and leave us a review. If you do, you'll get three deals in the next week. Okay, that's not entirely true, but we'd really appreciate it. Also, you can check out everything at ilovemortgagebrokering.com. See you next week.